Good morning, fellow cryptids, and welcome to Cryptid Crunch, the only breakfast show founded by cryptids for cryptids. It doesn't matter if you eat breakfast at 8 a.m. or 8 p.m., we are glad you can join us. My name is Soren, and with us, as always, she can't mark your science homework anymore, but she is still the ghostest with the mostest. We got Michio. Hi, I'm the result of a ninth grade science experiment that went horribly wrong. Nice to meet ya! And our resident member of the fairy folk. Don't come between her and her carbs. It's Ailey. Like a good neighbor, please leave me bread. And if you don't want your children to disappear, leave an offering. If that's not terrifying enough, we've got a whole show packed for you, so stay tuned. Good morning, cryptid crew. Good morning. Morning. Sort of. Let's talk about what we had for breakfast, okay? I'm going to start. I had a delicious bowl of Count Chocula today. I didn't have milk because I don't like it when my cereal gets all, like, soggy. I like it when it's crunchy. So the only problem is I'm a ghost. I can eat food, but it usually just falls right through my body. It's a little embarrassing, so I had to sweep after. But that Count Chocula was so delicious. What did you have for breakfast, Ailey? I had this really nice, crunchy exterior sourdough bread. Oh, that oh. sounds so good. Oh, I'm salivating. Just the bread? Anything on it? Oh. Mostly just the bread. But humans have recently left me with, instead of fresh fruit, they've put it in a jar and like mashed it up with like something sweet. And they called it jam. Oh, jam. jam. Yeah. It was really good. What about you, Soren? What did you have for breakfast? I'm afraid to even ask. Well, I mean, I'm technically still kind of having breakfast. But as of right now, um, at this moment at least, I am having a nice little O-negative, 32 years of age, Caucasian male. Um, was quite fit, so, you know, that was, that was really good. Um... At the breakfast, I like things that are a little bit sweeter, so sometimes I find a victim that is diabetic and wait until their sugar levels are really high and wait to drain their blood until then. So it's kind of just a nice touch for like a breakfast treat kind of thing. Lovely. Lovely. Does well, that go good with bread? Um, I don't think I've had bread in like about 600 years, so I don't really know. Poor baby. Bread is so good. Well, maybe you'll have to tell us. You'll maybe you'll have to try. Oh, I don't. I don't know. Do, about do you that. want some? No, thank you. Offer stands. <laughs> Advice from beyond the grave. It's that time again, that time where we hear your sad, sad little problems, where you write into us and we tell you what you should do to rectify those sad little problems. Our first writer, uh, let's see. All right. Um, Dear Cryptid Crew, being a succubus and in high school is very difficult. I don't want to seem overly promiscuous. However, a girl's got to eat. 
Now, sometimes I really worry about the slut shaming that goes on in modern society, and I don't know whether I should wait for marriage or if I can survive that long without eating. What should I do? Sincerely, sad succubus. Well, sad succubus. Oh, the poor darling. That, that's, that sucks. You know, high school is so tough. High school is so tough. When I was teaching the kids, I, I remember, I remember cryptids just like you. And you know what? I think that you raise a good point. Teenagers are so mean. You can't let your peers peer pressure you into having an eating disorder. Exactly. It's just not healthy, no? I mean, we've all got to eat. I eat bread. You eat what you eat. It's just, you shouldn't have to starve yourself. To meet their unrealistic standards. Agreed. You should go out there, and you should do what is best for you. You have to know yourself. You can't let the other kids get to you, you know? Perhaps if you decide to eat, perhaps eat away from where you attend school, then there's kind of a detachment there. Not as many people will be able to judge you for eating. It would also be really helpful to know what kind of school you go to. Are people aware of uh, you being a succubus, or is this kind of like a... Down are you still in the coffin kind of thing like some more information would also be helpful yeah those are the real questions and you know if you can find even just like one or two people that you know you can trust who you can be honest with i think you're gonna be okay any other words of advice for our sad little succubus friend i think just don't starve yourself you gotta you gotta figure out how to work around humans they have no idea what you're going through all right, and um, I think I'll hand off this next one to uh, Mitya. Uh, why don't you read us our next sad little problem? You know, there are so many sad little problems in this world. But let's hear from this being in particular. All right. Dear Cryptid Crew, I'm a vampire. And it's just really hard when you go on a first date and you go to a pasta restaurant and your date suggests that you get the Alfredo off the menu. And you're like, that sounds great. And then you get the plate of food in front of you and you realize there is so much garlic that you can't eat it. But you don't want to offend them, you know? So you just have to kind of twirl the spaghetti as if you were going to eat it, but you can't actually eat it. And I just keep getting into these situations. How can I date a human? Hmm. Well, I think maybe this would be a good loophole for the, for the humans. If we just list garlic as an allergy, it would be, I think, a real good way to avoid getting that. Because you could still get the Alfredo, just omit the garlic. My main question is, is that, like, you know, coming from a fellow vampire, um, why are you trying to eat in the first place? Why are you ordering food in the, in the first place? Because you can't actually eat it, so... Of course, you're going to run into awkward problems when you order food that you can't actually digest. Um, perhaps you should try going for a walk in the park or going to the beach or doing some other kind of date that doesn't really involve food unless you're ready to broach the subject with your partner. Um, also, perhaps if they are aware of your condition, maybe just do something else i think is probably your easiest option yeah agreed 
I mean, if they're not aware of you being a vampire, it mm, take the first date somewhere else. Stay away from the kitchen. Yeah, perhaps you should take the initiative and make suggestions for other plans. Go see a movie. Um, and you just don't have to eat the popcorn, hun. You don't. So popcorn's like, popcorn's delicious. So yeah, that would be our suggestion. I think is a don't go to an Italian restaurant in the first place if you cannot eat human food. That'd be our suggestion. Okay. Uh, let's read the question. Dear cryptic crew, I'm having some issues with my tentacles in the bedroom. Oh, these are my favorite. Oh. And. To say the least, I think there was some miscommunication with my partner around suck and what actions that may entail. To say the least, he's a little bit tied up at the moment. Well, um, my main question is, is has he been able to be freed since you penned this letter? Because I, if I'm not incorrect, it would take you at least like maybe a week or two to mail this letter to us. So if he's been restrained this whole time, um... I think this is a peculiar situation. I'm, yeah, I'm a bit curious about the nature of your tentacles, you say, uh, and the suction cups, I'm assuming, that are on these tentacles. I think that first step is obviously to free your partner if they are still living. I sure hope they are in this case. And I think that you just, uh, you need to have good communication. I think that is what's going on here. There's a little bit of a lack of communication. And when you're gonna, you know, have fun, you have to really be making sure you're on the same page, you know? Yeah, um, I think you have to realize that you might have differences in your regional dialect or dialect of the species, that you may not have the same terminology for the same actions, and that there might be confusion between those actions. Um, perhaps you guys should have better communication, if he is still alive for future, for future purposes, uh, better communication about what exactly you both are getting into, or what? what he's getting into that's attached to you. I, I would just, you know, talk it out a little bit more. Uh, hopefully you guys are still together in the emotional sense and not still together physically. Um, yeah, communication. Yeah, and um, it would probably be best to set up, like, a, a safe word. Come up with a really fun safe word. I think that's always a good one. What, what do you think it should be? I don't know. Maybe something like... Okay, let me try to think of something that is just not appealing at all. Like, what is something that could not This isn't a possibly... boner killing word. No, this, this is, is what... safe word. No, this is what I want. I'm trying to think of something very unappealing. Maybe... Meet ya. Oh my god, <laughs> I cannot believe... Thank you for sending in your letters. Um, we had a lot of fun answering them. Hopefully you have more fun in the future because right now it doesn't sound like you're doing so good. Um, we will see you next time with this segment where we answer your sad little problems. Now a message from our sponsor. In just the short time that this show has been running, 267 vampires have gone into the feral stages of hunger. 
Did you know that 8.2% of newly turned vampires have a pre-existing disability that do not allow them to hunt for themselves? The average human being can safely give up to one pint of blood per month. You can make a difference. Call in to donate today. Canadian Blood Services. Think beyond yourself. What? 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 What's happening? So, we've got some community events in the cryptic community only. So, I think the first one we've got is a mermaid open swim. So, splish splash, have a blast, and come on down. Where come can join us. Where can people go to find this mermaid open swim? Well, it is at the pool that is currently under construction, but we've just retained the facade of under construction for a little bit longer to host this open swim that is so smart that is wonderful so check that out folks yeah no chance of human interaction so it's all yours all right the next community event is this weekend there is a support group for invisible cryptids we will discuss body issues for those without bodies this one really hits home for me you know just because you're invisible doesn't mean we don't see your problems. So come on out and talk about them. So good. That's that's so good. Are, are you going to be attending? I will be attending. In fact, I'm a guest speaker. Oh. Um, so that's going to be so great. And it's happening at the elementary school. Uh, so that'll be fun. That'll be really fun. So there won't even be any like spells required to like have you travel. You can just stick with the school environment. It's exactly, exactly. It's going to be great for me. Yeah, that should be good. Yeah. Yeah, I'll admit I'm a little bit biased, but it would just make me so happy if lots of people showed up, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So whether you have a body or not, please stop by. It can't hurt to learn about your fellow cryptids and the problems they experience on a daily basis. Exactly. All cryptids are welcome. And of course... Today, oh, of course. Today, today is National Coming, Coming Out of the, the Coffin Day. Oh, that's so exciting. And you, you really don't have to be a cryptid that sleeps in a coffin in order to come out of the coffin. It's more a figure of speech. So, like, you're not appropriating my culture. I give you permission. Oh, that's so good. We're glad. Today is the day to share who you are with the world whether you decide to do that now or whether you decide to do that in the future or never at all it is up to you but we will support you yeah be proud fellow cryptids be proud if you want to even send in some of your hard times or frustrations if you've got a question that you think we could answer you can always send it in that's really what the show i think is about is providing a link for the community to get together and talk about things that we don't usually get to discuss very openly it's true it's true it's hard so whether you are a werewolf or a ghost or a fairy that likes excessive carbs today is about you have fun and have positive conversations cryptids come from? What is our topic for history today? Well, being a vampire yourself, we thought we could talk about the history of vampires. Oh no, is this a coming out of the coffin thing? It is. Okay, it is. Yes. I admit, we maybe, maybe we sprung this on you a little too fast, but I think we should talk about it. 
We want to know about vampires. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, my first question is, where do vampires originate from? That's a pretty decent question. Um, well, being a very old species, uh, we tend to have some, like, some communication errors in our history because there's not really any point of writing things down for future generations if you live forever. So there is a little discrepancies in our record keeping. Um, however, like, the area of the world that vampires were most concentrated in in an early time was what is now considered modern-day Hungary and Romania. So, where the people are, the vampires are. I mean, you have to have a food source. It's true. It's true. That makes sense. Do you know when humans first made contact with vampires? Um, uh, this is a difficult question. I'm pretty sure, from what I was reading before that one of the earliest people that the humans thought was a vampire, who I can confirm was a vampire, I will give them that, they they managed to get that one right, um, was Vlad Tepes. He lived in what is now Romania, um, and they also call him Vlad the Impaler, because apparently he also liked to, you know, stick people on spikes after he's done with them. It's, you know, it's just kind of like playing with your food. Um, he was showing off. A little bit, yeah. Um, so he was probably the first person that the humans encountered in their records, from what I can tell, and thought was a vampire. And, like, how do you think humans reacted? I know you weren't there, but how do you think they reacted at the time to that knowledge? Well, I mean, uh, that, I mean, you know, that was, uh, pretty early on. That was, you're looking at probably your 1500s. Um, so the, the world was pretty brutal back then, you know, like it was... He was in a place of power, and many people in the local area considered him a war hero because he actually defended them from the Ottoman Empire. So, they didn't really care, to be honest. Interesting. Definitely different than how people feel about vampires today. I don't know if they thought he was a vampire at the time, or if they just thought he was a vampire in retrospect when they looked back on it. Not entirely sure. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, who are some famous vampires from history? Well, I mean, there's Elizabeth Bathory, um, who was a countess in what is now modern-day Hungary. Um, yeah, she, she, like, she, you know, everyone needs a hobby, right? Everyone needs a hobby. Um, and she liked to take village girls and, you know, drain them of blood and bathe in the blood and it kind of like helped her maintain her youth um kind of like a self-care routine yeah like she drank some she bathed in some you know it's they think that she killed like maybe like she was at the time that she was tried when the humans finally got like really fed up with her um it was like around 650 odd people or something it was obviously a lot more than that those were just the ones that they could keep track of um but yeah yeah she she liked to, you know, bathe in blood sometimes, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, she's actually, weirdly enough, my great, 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 great grandmother. Hmm, seeing a trend here with the position of power, though. So, do you come from a powerful family? I mean, honestly, any vampire that's old enough, you're gonna have a higher concentration of power in the bloodline and therefore 
be a little bit stronger. Um, if you turn a human into a vampire afterwards, it's pretty diluted, and they don't really get as much of the benefits. Kind mm. of mutts. Fair, fair. How do you feel about different representations of vampires made by humans over the years? I find this question actually really ironic coming from you, who was eating Count Chocula earlier. I just want to say that um, I really dislike how vampires are portrayed, especially in children's media. I think that we're demonized a little bit. Like, you know, everyone has their own source of food. Humans eat all sorts of animals and stuff. Um, and at least we don't usually waste, too. Humans make a lot of waste. Um, I think you can't really fault people for what they need to do to survive. It's it's just part of, part of life. You gotta kind of accept that. I guess when you put it that way, it does seem a little insensitive to have a character on a children's TV show called The Count, who teaches them how to count, and he's a vampire, of course. Yeah, it's just, it's a little, um, condescending. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, what about some other representations, like, uh, what about Dracula? Um... Dracula, eh, you know, you, you win some, you lose some. You get some good traits. Um, but, like, the whole monstrous description kind of thing about vampires, that's it's just not realistic. I mean, okay, it's realistic for some of, like, the really old ones. They kind of, like, lose sight of themselves. But, like, old humans are really weird, too. Um, I think that it's... It's unfair to demonize us as monsters, even though you should be scared of us. Fair, fair. What are your thoughts on the Victorian era? They were so obsessed with death. They wore a lot of dark colors then, too. I remember that. Oh, well, I mean, like, it's kind of actually funny, because, like, Vicky herself was, uh, she was a vampire at one point like you know that period in time where after her husband died she wear, wore black for years and years and years for yeah, the rest no, of her life yeah for the rest of her life yeah that was well <laughs> that you know um but she w was actually a vampire at that point um she funny enough killed her husband i had no idea about queen victoria i didn't know that at all yeah it's it's she uh I wonder what she's up to. Hmm. Well, Victoria, if you're listening, why don't you call in? Tell us sometime. I would prefer if she didn't. Well, um, as far as questions go, they, I know that humans did this weird thing where they kind of talked about vampires or, uh, pictured vampires a little bit differently. What are your thoughts on Nosferatu? I mean... I guess it's, it would be unfair of me to say that there couldn't possibly be a vampire that would look like Nosferatu. There are ugly members of any species. Um, also, the teeth are really bizarre to me, because I've never, ever, ever encountered a vampire that had, like, sp like, sharp front teeth. It's either all your teeth are sharp, or it's just the canines. There's no in-between. You don't just get like some random placement ones. Um, that being said, I did enjoy the film. It was it was pretty good. I remember watching it when it first came out. Uh, it was the, the only film I had ever seen in 
my life and it was, it was pretty decent hmm. so you're telling me there's just not a very big possibility that we'll encounter a bald vampire with front canine teeth I was really hoping the answer would be yes I mean, like, for vampires, if you get turned into a vampire, usually you get turned into a vampire when you are younger, and then you will remain that way for the rest of your unnatural lifespan. Um, if you are born a vampire, however, you will age at a normal rate up until the point where a human would stop maturing, and then you just stay that way. So, like, you don't really get vampires that are old enough to bald. That's just so unfortunate. Well, maybe it's a fashion choice. We don't know. I think Nosferatu is a style icon. You also think that using uh, science pickup lines is cool? I am very cool, okay? I, just because I'm not currently in a relationship right now, like some people, I'm just like really cool and happy being single, okay? Yeah, I can understand that. I, you know, at this point in time, I wish I was single. But that's, that's for, for another time. Well, I think we're done with our little coming out of the coffin segment. Thanks for the information, though. On another note, it seems like we have run out of time ourselves. For those of you who are coming out of the coffin today, or considering coming out of the coffin, give our heartfelt support. And from all of us here at Cryptid Crunch, stay strong, stay spooky, good night, and good morning. <laughs>